And welcome everybody to yet another episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Sig Daddy, and tonight is my Survivor Series review. I apologize for not getting it to you sooner. I was out a little later last night, wasn't able to catch the first, well, I didn't catch the kickoff show, nor the first two hours of the show, so I had a lot of catching up to do today, but nonetheless, I'm ready to give you my take on this year's Survivor Series 2019. It all started off with the kickoff show, Tag Team, Battle Royal, Revival, Ziggler and Rude, Brizango, OC, Street Profits, Forgotten Sons, Lucha House Party, Imperium, Hawkins and Ryder, and Heavy Machinery. OC were the part of the top three teams left in this match. Gallows being eliminated by the Super Kicks, and, uh, sh- sh- well, by Super Kicks, actually. Uh, Rob Ziggler had a super kick on him. Uh, then we had the Street Profits versus Ziggler and Rude as the final two teams. Four got thrown out by Rude after hitting a frog splash. I'm gonna give that uh, that match was it was okay, typical battle royal, but nothing really special. I don't really understand. I thought this moment would be better tailored for the Street Profits to give them some kind of bigger win especially on a bigger stage like Survivor Series. I know it's not the main show, but at least it's a kickoff show. I'm giving this match a C-. Like I said, Ziggler and Rude didn't really make sense winning, in my opinion. And I'm just not a big fan of throwing together tag team winning. It's just, I don't think they're that over, really. And uh, But yeah, I get Ziggler and Rude have been together for a while, but I just felt like it should have been the Street Profits match to win. It would have gave them a little bit of momentum that they've kind of been lacking on the main roster here so far. Up next was Tazawa, Kalisto, and Leo Rush battling for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Leo Rush in that match. Uh, There was a couple cool moves in that match. Double arm drag backflip by Rush from the top rope. There was also a nice finish where Tazawa hit a big senton. Kalisto hits a Salida del Sol and then Rush hits his final hour frog splash to get the win for NXT. I thought this was a really fun sprint. I'm going to give it a B. I thought they did pretty dang good with the time they were given. It was fast and furious, and I just thought it had a really good... It was a pretty good match for having absolutely zero build to it. Then after that was the final match of the pre-show kickoff. It was the three-way tag team match between New Day Viking Raiders, Undisputed Era, and O'Reilly. Well, O'Reilly and Fish of Undisputed Era. But uh, there was a crazy spot where Eric got scoop slams Ivar outside on both teams. Uh, Viking Raiders won with their the Viking experience after uh, O'Reilly. Well, O'Reilly, it was either O'Reilly or Fish got caught on the Viking experience, but one of them got plowed on top of the other one. And that was ended up being the finish. But I thought this was a fun match. Good showing by both by all three teams. It gave an opportunity for all three teams to be showcased in this match. And it really shows what Viking the Viking Raid the Viking Raiders can do when you give them time and actual people to work with other than having squash matches. All three teams got to shine here. Thought it was pretty good. And it just seems weird that Kofi Kingston's on the pre-show, but I guess he went from WWE champion to pre-show. It's it's kind of interesting, but still, they put on a really good match. One of the better matches of the night. B plus, and 
B-plus on that one. And then we move to the main show. Team SmackDown versus Team Raw versus Team NXT in a traditional Survivor Series elimination match. But I, I thought this was a decent match all, all around. It wasn't, like, great. The, the main story here was well, Ray and Shirai going out after taking some big moves. I think one of them was, uh, I think, well, Ray got kicked in the head, if I can remember that right. And Shirai took a big spear from Charlotte. Both of them exited. It almost seemed very similar to what happened the night before at NXT TakeOver War Game to a Ripley. It was just Ripley and LeRae facing off against the other team. But it was it was Ripley, Bianca Belair, and also Tony Storm in that match. But I thought this was an okay match. I'm going to give it a B-. The finish, I just did not like. Where it seems like... NXT was supposed to be playing heels when they're totally not with the crowd. It was just kind of weird how they were doing using dirty tactics and such when Ripley's a face right now. I don't know, but I I thought Ripley and Banks really had a good mini match at the end. The Natty elimination I honestly thought was pretty dumb, where Banks just literally punches her in the face and pins her or throat or whatever. I just I, I didn't think that was very. I'd rather see a big move being in the finish instead of just a, a punch. A punch. But, uh, yeah, nice to see NXT win. I just wish it wasn't via shenanigans because Shirai and LeRae kind of distracted Banks later in the match, and then that allowed Ripley to hit Riptide to get the win, and uh, they were never eliminated, so... But uh, I just thought I got WB got it wrong with them playing the heels in that situation. And I'm going to give it at a B-. Now up next was Roderick Strong versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. So Roderick Strong coming in as the NXT North American champion. Uh, Nakamura coming in as the Intercontinental champion. And then AJ Styles as the U.S. champion from Monday Night Raw. I thought this was an all right match. I... I thought it was a good match. It was a good match, don't get me wrong. I just thought they were capable. I just thought they were capable of better. It was the best match on the show up actually not actually not exactly. The best match on the show up to that point was the uh the triple threat tag team match, but I thought this really was fun down the stretch. I thought it was too formulaic at the beginning where they just kept doing the the typical triple threat thing where it's one guy's getting beaten down by another, one two guys are fighting, and then the other guy's laying on the ground. They did that quite a bit early on in the match. I just I I wish they'd sometimes break away from that kind of formula. But uh it was nice to see Strong get the win here after AJ Styles had a phenomenal forearm on Nakamura, threw him out of the ring and just stole the win, giving that a B grade. And up next was the match with not a lot of build. It was Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne for the NXT Championship. Pete Dunne had a uh, triple threat match the night before. He won against uh, Killian Dane and uh, Damian Priest. I thought that was that was a decent match at TakeOver. And then Adam Cole had, took that big, giant bump at the end of that uh war games match and he had taped up ribs Dunn had a taped up knee and i thought this freaking match was awesome best match of the weekend in my opinion i loved how they played off the effects 
of both guys being injured the night before with with Dunn's knee and then Cole's ribs. They kept addressing that in the match. As the match was going on, their bodies were weakening and stuff. I liked that bit of psychology there. And uh, there was some crazy stuff here. Uh, Panama Sunrise on the ring apron by Cole. And there was one spot. I don't know how. That it was beautifully timed. So Dunn, run, uh, I think Cole's in the corner and gets out of the corner. As Dunn's running towards him, he gets out of the corner. Dunn runs up, does his backflip kind of thing. But Cole, as he's backflipping, I mean, uh, Dunn, as he's backflipping, he gets super kicked by Adam Cole. And that was the end of the match. Not the end of the match, but dang near the end of the match. It took uh, two last shots for Adam Cole to win. But man, what a freaking match. Best match of the me- the weekend, in my opinion. Grade A. A grade for me for that match. Really, really good. That's the match I if if you want to go out and watch matches this weekend, well this this week, go back and watch uh, either Takeover War Games or, or Survivor Series. This is the match you watch from Survivor Series and then like I mentioned on my previous podcast and you can find that on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast. It's you got to watch the War Games matches from those pay-per-views. That from the from the War Games show. That's what I'll say. You got to watch the War Games matches and the Adam Cole match, Adam Cole Pete Dunn match for the NXT Championship at Survivor Series. Cole defends his NXT Championship. Awesome match, best match of the weekend, bar none. Up next, we got Bray Wyatt the Fiend versus Daniel Bryan, and I we still got the dumb lighting, the red lighting again. Can we just stop it? Let's do away with it. It makes the match hard to see for the most part. Uh, it's it's just it's just a it's just a nitpicky thing for me. But I just I just can't do the red lighting. It's just hard on my eyes, and it makes me hard. It makes it hard to see for pretty much anybody, probably people there, and for people watching on pay per view. But yeah, this is Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan for the for the WWE Universal Championship. I'm gonna give this match a B plus. I thought it was. A pretty good match, Brian. He's he's fantastic as the underdog, and I know what I liked is they they did that they didn't go overkill on the finisher. So like what they did on uh, Crown Jewel and Hell in a Cell is they had Rollins hit like eighty thousand stomps. The thing was they did here was they had Brian hit the yes kicks multiple times. I liked that a lot better than what they did with. Seth Rollins, because Seth Rollins, that was his finisher. Bray, uh, Daniel Bryan, this is kind of a more of a tra- tra- transitional move for him. But uh, yeah, I'm happy I didn't go overkill. I liked at the end where Daniel Bryan's running in and gets caught by a got by the mandible claw. He was going in for his running knee, gets caught by the mandible claw and gets pinned. Pinned one, two, three. Br- Daniel Bryan looks strong here. Br- Daniel Bryan's got the fans behind him now. Once again, the yes movement. Is came back. I think it's coming back. And uh, Bray Wyatt. I don't think it ever left, really. But but the yes movement was in full effect. Crowd was very into this match. Very into Daniel Bryan. Bray Wyatt gets another big win in his reign. Well, as he begins, really begins his reign as WWE Universal Champion. 
And a B-plus grade for me on that one. After that, we got Team SmackDown, Reigns, Corbin, Ali, Gable, and Strowman versus Team Raw, McIntyre, Rollins, Owens, Ricochet, and Orton versus Team NXT, Champa, Priest, Walter, Riddle, and Keith Lee. I thought this was a really good match, a really good tag team match. I'm going to give it a B plus. It made Walter look like a chump, though. That's the one thing, I, one of the two things I've got I, my gripes on this. It made Walter look like an absolute chump. He got pinned in three minutes. He is the NXT UK champ. He got Claymore kicked and stuff. But uh, then next, one th- other thing, uh, was another thing I had to gripe about, unfortunately. Other, like, I, I'm, I'm not saying this match was bad at all. It was really, really, really good. It gave Keith Lee a star-making, it was a star-making performance for Keith Lee. It's just this other thing was, I don't get this. Corbin was lying outside of the ring for more than what was seemed like an oblivion. He gets the pin on Riddle after Orton RKO'd him, after Orton, elimin- Orton got eliminated by Riddle. And Corbin just comes in there and gets the pin, and he hasn't, wasn't counted out. But for some reason, then Strowman gets counted out after he ran into Lee. I, I guess three or two guys have to be outside of the ring for a countout to happen. But, uh... I don't know. But other than that, it was a really, really good match. Really fun. Crowd got into it in the end. They still hate Seth Rollins. And uh, unfortunately, they still hate Seth Rollins. But it's but it made Reigns look really, really good. It made Keith Lee look like a star in the making here. I really enjoyed the Reigns-Corbin um Dissension, yeah, I, I, the Corbin and uh, Reigns dissension as they were kind of just nitpicking each other ma- after the match. And it, well, as the match was going on, it kept building up, building up, building up, and then by at one point, then Reigns just spears Corbin and just goes in for himself. We saw a little bit of a Shield reunion with Rollins and uh, Reigns, but yeah, Keith Lee at the end, he was the final one with Rome with. Uh, Rollins and Reigns, Rollins and Reigns tried to team up on him. Rollins gets hit with a kind of a jackhammer-like move from Keith Lee. He gets pinned by Keith Lee, and then Rollins, then uh, Reigns, almost gets pinned by a big power bomb from uh, Roman Reigns, but uh, not Roman Reigns, but from Keith Lee. He got the pin. He got the very long two count. At one time, Roman Reigns hit a Superman punch, and it was like. It was they they slapped the mat like literally at the same time as Keith Lee got his shoulder up, but uh, Keith Lee, like I mentioned, he hit the power bomb. He just Roman Reigns just kicked out in the nick of time, and then Keith Lee went up for his moonsault, his beautiful moonsault from the second rope. He misses. Roman Reigns gets up, hits the spear one two three. But I really thought this was a star making match for Keith Lee. Keith Lee looked like a beast all weekend. He was. Very, very good this whole Survivor Series weekend from War Games to Survivor Series. But I also got to say this. The MV, the real, the big MVP of this whole weekend was Adam Cole. Adam Cole got put through the ringer on Friday, on a Saturday, a Friday, Wednesday, I mean. He had to face Dominic Dijakovic for, in a ladder match for the uh, number, for the spot well, not for the spot, for the uh, numbers advantage in war games. And then, what, Saturday? 
Yes, it was the ladder match versus Dominic Dijakovic on Wednesday. Then on Saturday, it was the War Games match. And then on Sunday, it was NXT, NXT title defense against Pete Dunne. What a weekend for Adam Cole. Adam Cole is definitely the MVP of the weekend. But uh, yeah, very good Survivor Series match between uh, Team Raw, SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. And then following that was the WWE uh, Championship match between uh, Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio. But early on, in the early stage in this match, Brock really destroying Rey and stuff, and uh, belly-to-belly on the announce table. Rey got, at one time, got German back first on his own pipe that he brought out. Dominic comes out, tries to make the save and such, and uh, then they just double-team on Brock, both hitting low blows, hitting him with weapon shots and stuff, hitting him with a double 619 frog splashes, and you think Ray's got hope for a second, and then Brock kicks out as both of them are covering him, and then Brock Germans Dominic, Ray gets caught as he's on the top, jumps off the top rope, and Ray gets six hit. Uh, Ray gets F five to pin one two three, and that ends it. I'm gonna give that match a B minus. It was fun. It made you believe for a second Brock was gonna was. It made you believe for a second Brock was gonna get beat. You all knew Brock wasn't gonna lose this match, but it made you believe for a second. And this is the same place that Ray Mysterio actually won his first World Heavyweight Championship back in 06 at WrestleMania 22. But I liked. I didn't mind this match. I thought it was. All right, for what it was, Ray playing the really good underdog, and then Brock Lesnar dominating at the end. Brock Lesnar just hitting his hitting a couple big moves at the end to get a win. But I also just didn't think this played off the stipulation as well as it could have. There was not as many weapon shots as you would expect in a no holds barred match. I just thought they could have played up to more of that, uh, more of the, more up to the stipulation. B minus grade for me. And then coming into the final match of the night was Baisley, Bailey versus Baszler versus Lynch. Bailey, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Shayna Baszler, the NXT Women's Champion. And Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champion. The number, the, uh, the score at this point was NXT 3, Raw 1, and SmackDown 2. I thought this match was nothing bad. I I give I was gonna give I'm giving that match a B minus the Baisley Baszler Lynch Bailey match. I thought this was the right winner with uh, Baszler winning, choking out Bailey. Keeps Becky strong. It doesn't keep Becky doesn't have Becky eat a submission, which actually that'd been interesting to see as Baszler and Bailey Baszler and Ronda Rousey are. Buddies, part of the four horsewomen of MMA. That I thought that would have been pretty interesting to do there, but I, I've given that a B minus. As, as soon as, as, as like I said, it, it's Baszler looked freaking awesome in this. Looks like it looks like a freaking beast. Just looked like a beast in this match. I like the finish where Baszler, where Bailey goes up for the elbow, gets caught in the Carafuda clutch and gets choked out. I thought this was a little interesting because it seemed very similar to what John Moxley did earlier in the week at AEW Dynamite back in Indianapolis on Wednesday where Darby Allen goes for his coffin drop and then Moxley catches him in the choke. But this time, Baszler actually finishes the choke and gets the tap out. And then post-match, Baszler posed over Lynch and then uh, Lynch 
like on the announce table. Winch tripped her, threw her to the German announce table, hits a leg drop through it, and Lynch stands tall to close the show. I just didn't agree with Becky Lynch getting her heat back at that point. Why don't you just let Baszler get the win and kind of walk away from it? I, 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 are they trying to tell a story later on or something? Maybe with Baszler and Lynch? Maybe. But I think at this point you need to let Baszler keep her, keep her heat instead of giving it right back to Lynch there. I just thought they could have done without that and could have just closed out with Baszler posing as the champ to end the show. But a decent match to end the show. I The best match on the show by far, like I said, was Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. That is the must-see match of this show. And overall, I thought this was an all right show. B grade for me. Nothing absolutely horrible. The Battle Royal was close to that level everything what the everything on this show was pretty dang good the one thing that was great was the adam cole pete dunn match and that's gonna do it for me for this survivor series review make sure to tune in actually a special day this week on friday night i will have my week in review up this week i'll do a different show this Friday instead of uh, Monday Night Raw on Monday. I will cover Friday Night Smackdown this week and this week only. I I have a my schedule works out this week where I can actually watch Friday Night Smackdown so I'll have the weekend review up for you Friday night, Black Friday night actually. Hope all of you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, but yes, it'll be AEW Dynamite, NWA Power, and SmackDown that I will be covering this week in a special edition of the Week in Review. Before I go, make sure to follow me on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, at SigDaddyWrestle. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to my podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, and also on Apple Podcast. But until next time, This is Sig Daddy signing off, thanking you all for listening, and so long, everybody.